Hey friend, welcome to The Ashley O Show. I'm your host, Ashley O'Connor. I'm a registered nurse turned health coach, and I am on a mission to keep people out of the hospital and into healthier lives than they ever thought possible. How? By getting back to the basics, prioritizing mental health, ditching diet culture, and repairing our relationships with food, fitness, and our bodies. Expect unfiltered, unapologetic, and unsugarcoated conversations about building lives, careers, bodies, and minds that are stronger than we could have imagined. The truth is, I don't have it all figured out, but I plan on spending my life searching for answers to the most important questions. This podcast is all about bringing you along for that ride. Now let's go chase some uncertainty. Let's talk about respect. If you're anything like me, maybe it's been a while since you actually thought about what respect actually means. Lucky you, though, I am here with the definition of this word. So respect is a feeling of deep admiration for someone or something elicited by their abilities, qualities, or achievements. It can also mean that you accept somebody for who they are, even when they're different from you or you don't agree with them. Now let me ask you a question. When was the last time that you gave yourself the same respect that you give to so many people around you? As kids, we learn pretty dang quickly that we are expected to respect people around us, our elders, our friends, family, peers. It is drilled into us very early that that is an expectation by society and disrespect is completely unacceptable. And I don't know about you, but I know for me growing up that self-respect did not receive the same expectation. It was not drilled into me over and over and over again that I needed to respect myself nearly as much as I needed to respect everybody else around me and that I was generally expected to follow rules and obey general order in society. Like it is just kind of one of those basic lessons on like how to be a functioning adult in society. So you may or may not be asking yourself, why the heck are we even talking about this, Ashley? But I was on my walk this evening. I was taking my dog out for his last walk of the night before I crawled up to bed because we had a very, very busy weekend full of nights that were just not filled with very much sleep. Not because anything happened. In fact, if you listen to my episode that came out last week on Wednesday, I chatted a little bit about my own personal experience with alcohol and my choice to go completely sober, alcohol, anything else for the indeterminate future. And if you're curious about that, definitely go check out last week's episode on Wednesday where I share kind of all the details of my making the choice and how life has changed. But anyways, just with flights and a wedding that we were going to and everything else going on this past weekend it was just filled with very little sleep. And so extremely tired. I knew that I had to kind of get this done and get to bed early. But on my walk, something kind of hit me, a realization, and I kind of thought through it while I was walking walking my dog. And I thought, I have to share this. I had a whole other planned episode for today, but I wanted to record this one instead and kind of shuffle around the schedule because I just felt like someone else needed to hear this. So let me set the stage a little just to set this example up for you. But tonight, 
I was supposed to be going to a local concert that we randomly bought tickets for because we were like, oh, we're going to get in from our trip so early. We, we arrived in Bozeman at probably like 10 a.m. So we're like, oh, we've got plenty of time. The show's not till like 7. That's perfect. We'll, we'll definitely go. We bought the tickets. But then after all of the travel and zero sleep, basically, over the weekend, I remember sitting on that flight this morning and being like, oh, my God, there's absolutely no way that I'm ever going to be able to make it to this concert. And I had to kind of make this choice. Do I kind of force myself to go to the concert because we bought the tickets? It seems fun. Like I listen to the music. It sounds like such a fun band to go watch. Like I want to go in reality. But my body, my mind, like I'm so tired and exhausted. I know somewhere in my core that the best thing for me to do on a Sunday night is to simply rest, to honor my body and know, mm, pushing it another night, like a fourth night in a row is probably not the best thing for you, especially because I knew I wanted to set myself up for a positive and productive week. But I'm torn with this decision. I wrestled with it most of the day because of other people, because I felt like, am I letting people down? Am I not living up to my friend's expectations? Am I no longer any fun? Am I being flaky? Am I being noncommittal? I said I was going to go and now I'm not going. And this is not the first time that this has happened, at least recently. And then on top of that, I'm also wrestling with FOMO. Like I'm I'm wrestling with this idea like, oh my God, I'm going to miss out on this great concert. I'm wrestling with this idea of... I'm going to not be able to spend that quality time with my husband because he's going too. And he's definitely said he's he's going. He doesn't care how tired he is. He's just going to push through, which respect. I ended up honoring my gut feeling and knowing, you know what? The best thing for me is 100% to stay home, get the things done that I need to, maybe relax a little bit and get to bed early. I knew as much as I might miss out on something that I would love to be doing that in the long run, this choice would 100% set me up for success. Here's why I bring this up. I am realizing that over the past month, few months, that I am slowly starting to listen to my gut. I'm starting to listen to the first thing, the first answer that bubbles up when somebody asks me, what do you want to do? What do you want to eat? What do you want to have? Do you want to go out or not? For the first time ever, When my internal voice answers the questions posed by those around me, I am listening. And this hit me like a ton of bricks. I know you might be like, what are you even talking about? But it hit me that I am learning how to respect myself. And it hit me how dang powerful that actually is and how hard it is and how long I've gone without ever respecting myself or what I actually want. And I think that so many of us are doing this, especially women, because we are conditioned over and over and over and over again as we grow up to worry about what everybody else wants around us and completely shove down and ignore that internal voice telling us what we actually want. And I just can't help but think that this is the reason why one of the top complaints that I hear from the women that I work with is I don't know who I am. They're coming to me with, I want to lose some weight. My body doesn't look like it did in in my 20s. I can't seem to stick to anything. They come to me with all of that. But at the core of it, what we finally dig down to 90% of the time is that they have no idea who they are and they have zero 
self-confidence and zero self-respect because that internal voice is so dang quiet that they can't even hear her anymore. And it's no wonder that this is true. It's because we spend so much of our energy worrying about what everybody else wants. We live our lives trying to please the world, trying to make everybody happy except ourselves. And this is even worse amongst moms and amongst nurses, healthcare workers, teachers, those who are serving others. It's even worse because we put ourselves on the line and we think that our identity revolves around our ability to sacrifice our own needs, our ability to be selfless, our ability to be martyrs. The result is that when I ask basic questions of what brings you joy, what do you actually like to do? What are you passionate about? What lights you up? When I ask basic questions like those, that women go blank. And you aren't alone. I had to do all of these exercises myself over the past couple of years because I came to a coach with the exact same issue. I came to her saying, I don't really know who I am. I feel like I'm just a sugar-coated surface-level version of who I am because I'm just trying to please everyone. The problem is, each and every time that we choose to allow other people's wants, needs, and desires to trump our own, we are casting a vote against our own self. There is a clear message there telling us that we don't matter, that what we want doesn't matter. It's less important than what everybody else wants. So unfortunately, it's not super surprising to me when women come to me and say, I can't seem to lose that last 10 pounds. I can't seem to stick to any sort of diet plan. I can't seem to reach my goals. And I don't know who I am because these two go together. We think that we need to reach our goals in order to gain self-confidence and self-respect when in reality, it's impossible to reach those goals sustainably without some level of self-confidence and self-respect. Those are two things we have to tackle first because if you are consistently telling yourself through your actions, through your behaviors, through your thoughts that what you want doesn't matter and isn't important, then why would the choice to invest in your health be any different this time? You are consistently telling yourself that you're not good enough to put effort into this. And I gotta tell you, punishment and hatred only go so far. They're not going to help you reach your goals sustainably. We have to come at it from a place of self-respect. And self-respect comes from trusting these small decisions. This is how you get here. And I'm still learning. Don't don't take me as the expert here. I'm 100% not. But this hit me because... It's little pieces like this. It's little things where, yes, I wrestled with this all day. And that is me still healing and learning how to listen to myself and how to trust that what I actually want matters to me and to the world and people around me that care about me. So I may have wrestled with this and allowed other people's feelings and opinions and behaviors to outweigh my own internal voice for a little while. But for the first time in a really long time, I was able to tip the scales a little bit and say, actually, I want to listen to this voice today and see how that's going to feel. I want to try it on for size. It's an experiment. Think of it that way. And I made one little choice. No, I'm I'm not going to go to the concert tonight. And last week, I made a similar choice. I was supposed to go out and do karaoke. And the evening that that rolled around, I was feeling like I needed to be by myself. 
Because in a house like this, where we're living as digital nomads all together, there's four of us here. I don't get as much solo time as I used to. And as I'm getting to know myself and learning to trust myself, learning to listen to that voice, I'm realizing I need structured time that I get to be alone because it's important for me to recharge so that tomorrow I'm going to come out the gates full of energy to pour back into this community, to pour back into my clients and to pour back into my friends and my roommates who I care about deeply. But if I just kept spinning my wheel and worrying about everyone else around me and what they wanted, that is a recipe for resentment and ultimately burnout. And I got to tell you, Through this process of listening to my intuition a little bit more, of honoring my own decisions and not having to ask for everybody else's approval and opinion of those decisions, of dating myself, getting to know what I actually like and dislike as a person rather than being so dependent on everyone else's likes and dislikes around me, and in experimenting with what self-respect actually feels like. I no longer cringe at the question of who I am. Do I know the exact answer? Absolutely not. It's, it's an evolving story, which it's always going to be for us. But I've also made way more progress towards the goals that are important to me in this season, where I'm also simultaneously dating myself, getting to know myself, respecting myself, unlike I ever have before. And it's because all of these things just help me gain more self-confidence and self-trust. And with those two things, it means that when I say I'm going to work out this many times this week, I trust that that's actually true. When I say that this goal matters to me, when I'm going to put my heart into this, where I'm going to try and wake up earlier, whatever the goal is, when I say that that is important to me, Internally, I get to trust that that's actually true because how many of us set goals and know somewhere that by the morning, those goals aren't going to matter to us anymore, that we're never going to follow through because we've lost every ounce of trust that we actually have for ourselves because we never keep our promises. We keep our promises to the world, but we never keep them to ourselves. I simply want this episode to be a reminder to you that it is okay for you to trust yourself that that little voice, you're going to hear a little bit every once in a while, even if you've ignored her for a long time. And I just want you to see what it would feel like to listen, even if it's just once or twice this week. Little things. When somebody asks you, what do you want for dinner? I want you to think about that. And if an answer comes to you, I want you to just say that instead of asking, is it okay with you? Or what if we did this? Just say, I want Mexican food. I don't know. (laughs) Like declare what you want. Just trust that that little voice, that intuition is actually looking out for you because it is because it's you. The other way that you can practice this is by asking yourself these same questions. I want you to do a little bit more introspection, whether that's like journaling or just sitting there and asking yourself internal questions. Maybe it's When the evening comes around, you can sit there when the work is done and say, what do I need right now? And just see what answer comes up for you and try it on for size. Because we are so worried about other people and what everyone else around us needs, we have a really hard time asking ourselves the same questions. So take note of the questions that you actually are actively asking other people. When you're asking your kids, what do you want for dinner? 
What happened at school today? What matters the most to you? What do you want to do with your career? What do you like about this? Like when you're asking your kids those questions, I want you to just practice asking yourself the same ones because what you're doing for them is you're teaching them what they like, who they are. You're helping them with that task, but we don't do that for ourselves. Your voice and what you want really freaking matter. Use that as a mantra this week. And I'm, I'm really serious about this. Say it with me right now. My voice and what I want really freaking matter. And you can insert the expletive there. I just am choosing not to swear in this episode for some reason. But you need this reminder. We all do. Because as we said in the beginning of this episode, man, we have been so thoroughly conditioned to believe the opposite of that mantra. And it makes for a really well-functioning society where people respect each other, but it also makes for pretty miserable people who have existential crises fairly often because we all hit this wall because you can only please the world for so long. You're going to burn out. You will resent people you care about if you are constantly neglected. And unfortunately, I got to tell you, it's your responsibility to take care of yourself. You can't rely on somebody else to do that because they probably won't. No one's going to come to save you except for you. I, I know that that might sound harsh, but this is actually up to us. Realizing that we have this responsibility to take care of ourselves first is actually the key to the growth that we are looking for. It's actually the game changer that's going to help us reach the goals that matter to us because we're telling ourselves that first and foremost, we matter. So this week, set some boundaries, keep your promises, and take care of yourself first. Thank you so much for allowing me to take up a little bit of your brain space today. Like seriously, it means the world to me. If you connected with this episode, it would be amazing if you could share it with your friends and tag me at Ashley O Show so that I can personally thank you. That way, we can build an army of badass women who believe in themselves that will take the world by storm. I cannot wait to see what we make possible.